This episode of I've Got Time is brought to you by Galore Media. Galore Media is a multi-production company that specializes in photography, videography, and creative direction. Their goal is to provide high-quality content and planning for businesses, brands, and influencers that will take their business to the next level. Schedule your first creative planning session or your first photo shoot at thegaloremedia.com. That's T-H-E-E-G-A-L-O-R-E-M-E-D-I-A.com. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, it's Cherry Galore and welcome to another episode of I've Got Time. Hey new peeps, hey old peeps. Uh, Don't forget to follow and subscribe while you're here. And if you happen to fall in love with me, there's a link in the podcast description where you can support this podcast monetarily. I would appreciate that. You know, love on me a little bit. Show me you care. Now, I'm ready to get into this. I've got time. So today I am not alone. Here with me I have an amazing woman. She's a podcaster, a streaming guru, a graphic designer, a lover, and a fighter, and a knock a nigga out. My beautiful girlfriend, Shay. How are you today? I'm good. You know, blessed and highly favored in the Lord. Could you get a tad closer to the mic? Just a tad, so the people can hear your amazing voice. Okay, so, you know what's going on today, you know? We're going to talk about being in a healthy relationship versus an unhealthy one. And I want to say, I'm sure a lot of what's going to be said today can be applied to relationships that are not romantic, So for the listeners not checking for the romance, you should still stick around. You know, you need to hear this too, because you might be trash. So, Shay, let's start with this. What would you even call a healthy relationship, and what would you call an unhealthy relationship? Well, I feel like all healthy relationships are in the root of yourself. So if you're not having a healthy relationship with yourself, you can't have a healthy relationship with somebody else. So if you can say like, okay, my mental health is not in order or physically I don't feel good about myself, chances are if you start a relationship, it's not going to be healthy because you wasn't healthy to begin with. So, okay. Sweating. (laughs) so you think having a healthy relationship has more to do with the individual person like how you behave and treat yourself versus how you interact with the other person right I feel like how it is that you choose to treat yourself you are either going to attract people that are in alignment with the standard that you have for yourself Or 
if it's not such a good relationship, then you're going to attract people who are going to mimic the same behaviors that you also inflict in yourself. So like, if you have like negative self-talk or don't necessarily believe in yourself, the type of people you're going to attract to have relationships, whether it's romantic or platonic or even familiar, they're going to be people who have those same feelings towards you because they got those same feelings towards themselves. Mm. Okay. A lot of exes just made a lot of sense. Triggered a little bit. It's Okay. <laughs> So how do you treat yourself? Um, <laughs> how do I treat myself? Um, I treat myself with patience and kindness and compassion. That's how I treat myself. And I would like to think that all the relationships I have now also treat me with those same things. I feel like I kind of require a lot for myself. So I naturally attract people who also require a lot from themselves. So the people that I keep company with can hold me up to my own standard when I'm like not feeling good about myself. But yeah, I just try and meet myself with kindness so that no matter what I'm going through, even if I'm having a great day, that I can like fully just enjoy being myself. I like that. I enjoy you. Mm. <clears throat> so, I feel like what I have lined up is like not gonna follow the way the conversation is going. Um, what do you think are some things that you should pay attention to at the start of any relationship? Like, you know, Hey, girl, what's up? Hey, what's up? Let me get your number. Okay, here. What should you be paying attention to from that moment? Well, first of all, they shoes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> um, I feel like they kind of go back to what I was saying. If you can be observant to see how it is they treat themselves and also other people that they already have relationships with, then you can pretty much figure out how it is that they're going to treat you ultimately and if they even have what it takes to like really meet your expectation of being able to partake in your energy because it's sacred or whatever like everybody doesn't deserve to have your energy so I guess I would first say like one thing I really notice about people now that I'm like my most authentic version of myself is if like they really keeping it real with themselves. If they like really as many days that I'm around them or time that I spent with them, are they like holding themselves accountable? Are they like truly honestly being themselves? Like you can tell when somebody is like trying to force it or just not really being who they really are. Mm -hmm. And um, I feel like that's a huge red flag, like a pretender. Or, um, you know, for me personally, I have like a lot of goals and stuff. So I feel like it's a red flag if people don't have some type of goal. Like, I feel like when you meet people, whether you're dating them or not, you're like, so what do you do? What do you want to do? What are you passionate about? And if they don't know, then that means that they haven't thought about it. And that means that I'm already like past their level. Like, that sounds harsh, 
but it's really not because while I'm thinking of master plans and ideas, this person low-key might be hating on me or even just because they simply can't see it for themselves. Like, how are they going to be an addition to my life? Like, right. like, how can they even be supportive if they don't even know what it looks like? To dream or yeah. to try. What you think? I agree with that. I feel like over my life, I've overlooked a lot of red flags. And I feel like the first moment, the first time you have a moment of, wait a minute, that doesn't sound right. I feel like you should have your bags packed. Maybe don't leave right away in case you were tripping, but, like, keep a bag by the door. You know? I don't know. So when we first started dating, did you feel like it was red flags? I had red flags? Um, not current red flags. I did. I listened to your podcast that you had, Three Strikes Podcast, and... There were some things that were like, uh, what? I was toxic, (laughs) y'all. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like if you find yourself questioning the person, like, who they are at the beginning, that's probably not a good sign. Like, I never really questioned who you were. It was just like, okay, you did that, girl, you know? But you know what? Some red flags is like don't necessarily mean that the person is a bad person or that they wouldn't be good in any relationship. That just might mean that y'all not in alignment with each other. You know, like yeah. Sometimes you find out some stuff about people and you be like, okay, I'm not judging you, but like <laughs> I'm cool on your energy, and that's okay too. Yeah, not doing that fuck shit over here. Not up in here. I need to put that sound in there. (laughs) But speaking of people pretending, how do you know when somebody is manipulating you? I don't think you know. I mean, I feel like in past situations, I've been manipulated a lot. And each time it felt like a new experience. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I mean, though? Yeah. Like, it's hard to say, like, how do you know that you're being manipulated? Because we are all manipulators. Like, we really are. It's something that yeah. we start doing as kids. Like, when I think about my kids, like, they are master manipulators. Like, they're good at really learning other people's behaviors and then acting accordingly to what it is that they want. And I think in some way we kind of need to know how to manipulate, but we need to not use it like to somebody else's disadvantage. Yeah. So if you find yourself like feeling confused in any relationship, then you probably are being manipulated because if you can't separate how you actually feel compared to how the person is making you feel like then you probably are being manipulated. Yeah. I feel like in the in past relationships, I definitely found myself just like 
not knowing really where I stood with that person, but they were still able to like use my energy as much as they wanted to or needed to. And it was like, if I'm that confused, if I don't know what is going on here, then like, why am I allowing this person access to me? Yeah, you sound like you were really thoughtful in what you were doing. You were saying that and I was just thinking, wow, my experience with that is just like, so I know what's going on here, but take my love. Maybe that'll make it better. Well. (laughs) I feel like we've all been there, you know? Like, we've Mm -hmm. all been in relationships where it was just like, we were so eager to love somebody because we thought that loving them in turn was going to make them treat us the same way we should be treating them or, like, get that love back. When the truth is, like, nobody, like, has to love us, like... Being in a relationship is a choice, whether it's romantic or platonic or familiar. You choose to keep showing up in those relationships every day. So part of it being manipulated is like the other person's fault because I'm sure they're well aware of what they are doing. But the other part is like when we have those moments of realization and saying like, you know, this don't really feel good to me or it's not exactly what I want, then... Mm -hmm we continue to choose it every day and it's like, okay, well, that's your dumb ass fault. Like, okay. Okay. So I was a dumb bitch. It's fine. We always dumb bitches. (laughs) Okay. So speaking of not being, you know, the best person, what are some toxic things you did in the past? You know, what are some things you did that you feel like should have been red flags to the other person? Um, well, I will say that in the past, I was not the best communicator, uh, cause I just really didn't know how I didn't grow up in an environment where people like communicated openly and honestly. And then in my past relationships, nobody required me to communicate properly. So when you get into a relationship and the person is just like, I just want to talk about this and you're not used to just talking, you might be used to arguing, you might be used to ignoring, like that was a huge thing that I would do is just like, for two days, I'm going to just ignore you because I'd rather not participate in this exchange. Like I hated confrontation so bad that I would just like ignore people. And now that I'm a better communicator, I can like easily say how I feel and not care how the other person is going to receive it. But yeah, that was a huge red flag for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I think ultimately, um, which is a red flag on myself, like, but not really against another person was just like taking part of the relationships of people who also want to be in relationship with me, who also like me too. And you can tell when somebody like you because you don't have to ask them to do nothing. You don't like have to, it's like you set the standard for how it is that you want to be treated. And those type of people are going to always meet or exceed those standards. It's not going to be repetitive conversations. It's just going to be like, they like you and they want to be there. And I feel like I personally kept putting myself into situationships, relationships with people who really didn't like me. And part of me knew that, but 
it felt the little bit of liking they had for me felt good enough that I was okay with staying with them, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I don't think anybody liked me for real. Like, I feel like I was cool with niggas, but I don't think they liked me like that. We was just cool. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard for me to say something without sounding like a victim, so I don't know. It's part hard for me to later on say that they didn't flat out like me, but I feel like there definitely was points in relationships where maybe they realized the things that they liked about me were like very surface level. So when it was time to get into a deeper connection with me, they didn't want that because the things that they liked about me were meaningless you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so like people will like you just enough for what they want to use you for and then anything past that that's when you can tell like they don't like you for real yeah that's rough I feel like I just I should have been friends with niggas instead of trying to be with them I feel like it would have worked out a lot better. Like, I would still be talking to some of them if we were just friends. You know? I don't know. I feel like that's even worse, though. I feel like there was situations that I've been in where maybe it started off as a relationship and then it was like, okay, this is not really working as a full-blown relationship. Like, let's just be friends. But then, like, continue to do all the things that you would do in a relationship, except there's no being accountability like well I don't I can still sleep with as many people as I want to because we're not together or you know I can call you whenever I feel like it or it's convenient for me because we're not together like I don't think that it would have ever made you feel any better it just sounds good to say like maybe if we was friends like no those people still would have found a way to take advantage of you because there's two type of people it's like the takers and the givers True. And as long as you're willing to give, them niggas gonna be waiting around like, gimme, gimme, gimme. (laughs) (laughs) True. True. (laughs) I forgot where I was going after that. Uh, Well, you know, I really wanted to talk about, I guess, some things that is a difference in our relationship compared to, like, other relationships that I have. You know, that really makes us happy and fulfilled, you know. Let's do that. Tell the world how amazing I am. You are amazing. Um, well, I don't know. I guess I'll start with what I was saying about lack of communication. I feel like since we started talking, we always, like, just communicated easily. Yeah. I don't think there's, like, a really a space where we have, like, a hesitation or, like, oh, man, uh, what is she going to think if I say this? Like, I feel like, me personally, I could just say how I feel about stuff and, like, it will not be, like, taken out of context or I won't be gaslit or nothing like that. It'll just be like, okay, that's how you feel about that. Like, how can we resolve this? 
Mm. And I think even a lot of people have lack of communication and just saying how they feel. Like, that's where the confusion comes from because people just, like, don't just say how they feel. Like, we always say how we feel. Like, if you just want to say, I like you or I love you or I miss you, like, we don't hold back any of our feelings for each other, whether they feel good or not. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that makes a huge difference. He sounds so sweet. I'm not sweet. You are sweet. It's just like the words and the tone. It's just like, yeah, you know, I feel like we have good communication and that's great. What you think? Um, I think I agree with that. We do have fantastic communication. We actually say things. But um, I like that we like each other and like like each other at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's like we can really just vibe and chill. We can dance. Well, I can dance. <laughs> Maybe I get scared, but it's a party. You gonna call me out on a podcast? What? That's crazy. I just want everybody to be on the same page. It's a party. You can <laughs> dance if you want to. Yeah. Are y'all listening to this? Like, <laughs> it's always a party, you know? Just move those hips, move your hands, you know? I honestly have PTSD from like singing and dancing. I just, I don't be wanting to do it. I don't be feeling like confident, you know? You see how I be dancing. You don't have to, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to be the greatest dancer in the world. Just let loose. Let your body be free. It's free when I need it to be free. But, um, you know, like, I also wrote that down, too, like, just about being with somebody that really like you, like, it's definitely make a huge difference because there's, like, um, a level of interest for the other person, like, you are always gonna keep getting to know them, keep having fun with them, making more memories with them, just really laughing with them. And uh, I think one thing, like, in me and Cherry's relationship that neither one of us really experienced before was, like, the level of intimacy that we have. Like, For sure. Before we was even, like, seriously dating, we just, like, I don't know, we could be really intimate with each other. We weren't, like, having sex or anything. It just was, like, the energy between us was so captivating, like... Yeah, captivating. I like that. Girl! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so there's a lot of things that you can do to bring intimacy into your relationship. Like, we just stare at each other. Like, not even intentionally. We just stare at each other. And it's kind of like you are talking but not saying any words. Like, it just brings you closer. Like, Doing things together 
making new experiences together, giving each other that time to be with only each other alone. Like it just creates intimacy in your relationship. And then you have like this closeness with your partner that nobody else can compare to. And it makes it easy for you to continuously choose that person every day, you know? Yeah. Staring at you right now, girl. <laughs> it's literally what we do all day. And um, another thing, though, that I feel like was a huge issue in my past relationships was codependency. And I feel like even now I'm like on high alert, making sure that neither one of us are being codependent. And I think that we do a good job of holding each other accountable um, and making sure that we, although we are together, we have like our own lives outside of each other. We don't have like one life. We still have other relationships to maintain and we still are, you know, like goal oriented and focused on becoming the people that we want to be but also supporting each other through that that's like more interdependence than codependence mm -hmm. so I think that's really important you know when people get into a relationship and then they get into this bubble and that's where like the codependency start because they just like do everything together they like stop nourishing their other relationships they stop putting as much focus on their goals or what they was doing because they kind of just want to be around each other because it feels good but then it gets so deep to the point where that's like the only thing that's making you feel good and then that's where it becomes problematic because you cannot like rely on your relationship to make you happy or to complete you because like you have to be complete and then a good relationship is just only going to add on to like your wholeness yeah like it shouldn't be the reason you're whole. Yeah, facts. Like you should already, before you get into a relationship, just feel good about just being you and feel good about your life because otherwise you get into a relationship and then you just expect people, you have high expectations for people that they necessarily can't meet, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like people can only give you 10% of their energy each day and you'd be expecting people to meet you like 50 to 75% and that's like ridiculous. That's draining. As hell. I think that... <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. I'm just, you know... I'm here. I'm listening. I'm present. I talked about that in the last episode. I'm in the moment. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Um... So, I don't know. I feel like in our relationship, it's like we are very intentional. Mm -hmm. um, and in other relationships, it kind of was just people do what they feel like when they feel like doing it. And I feel like part of choosing people is to be intentional for your plans or what it is that you're trying to create in that relationship. So, like. If you're not being intentional, if you don't have, like, any direct plans, chances are y'all probably just wasting each other time anyways. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Here for a good time, not a long time. Yeah. I'm here for both. Mm. <laughs> what if you can't have both? I'm going to cry. 
<laughs> but yeah, that's all I got. That's all you got? That's all I got, you know. Um, I've never actually, I guess, talked about the details of a healthy relationship before. Like in a versus kind of way, like... <laughs> this is trash. This is not. What do you think about this? You know? Yeah, I don't necessarily feel like there's a such thing as like a trash relationship because people do what works for them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's all type of different kind of relationships and people communicate differently and whatever works for them works for them and hopefully makes them happy. I feel like in any relationship, your freedom should be valued so you should be able to you know live your life and hopefully those people are like okay with playing background characters in your life because you know it's your life to live like you can't be like worried about making other people happy and stuff like that you have to focus and prioritize on yourself and naturally then you will attract like the things people places opportunities that are meant to be in your life Facts. Drop some mic. That's all we got. Hope you learned something. I've got time.